from the LOG, Big Vito Lagrasso here, coming to you live, baby, live. That's right, we're live, baby, live. We're getting color. And I have a special guest this week. Noel Harlow Lagrasso has making her debut here on Getting Color. Can you believe it? Noel Harlow Lagrasso. It's me! Uh, David Stallworth is uh, virtue, is... Um, um, out of commission tonight, just summer slamming it, drinking pink Kool-Aid, you know, and uh, having a good time. Looking at uh, Aaron Rip from No DQ's Kitties and, they, they, you know, fra-la-la on Facebook. So let's get down to some things here. You know, Noah, have you been keeping up with the, with the, what's going on in the wrestling world? You know, because this, no. is, a this is a wrestling <laughs> show, but I'm going to give you some context. So like this week on uh, uh, AWE. Now, you know we've been pretty... Isn't it AEW? AEW, right? <laughs> so, you know we've been pretty crucial on um, just the way they book things, right? Correct. And uh, Cody Rhodes has been champion since since the beginning, basically, putting himself over. And last night, he lost the AEW title. I saw that. He was, uh, he was defeated by Brody Lee last night. And I think it was long overdue. I thought Brody Lee should not have lost, especially with the gimmick that he had from the get-go. And then they, I mean, they wasted him to put over Cody Rhodes when he first got in. And then, you know, when nothing. I don't think Cody Rhodes moves the needle to where he's a mega superstar. And I think it got boring and they finally said, Let's, we, have to, we have to change this. I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, did you see some of the highlights of the show? I, mean, I saw some of the highlights of the show, um, and uh, I'm going to say, I, I like Brody Lee. I've known him a very, very long time. He's always been a pretty solid big man worker, in my opinion. Um, I always have a little bit of problem, and I think you do too. We've discussed it when the um, booker puts himself over. kind of never works out. Um, I mean, Cody, I think Cody Rhodes is a talented person. Um, Vito and I differ on some things, but I've seen him do some things acting-wise that I really appreciated. But I don't think he needs to hold the title. I think that character, that he, that's Mr. Brody Lee character that he has, I think that that title, you're right, it would have solidified him from the beginning if he could have had that right. kind of belt. So, yeah, I agree. I think this is a long time coming. I think it's a good direction for them to take. And then, of course, then there was the uh, Chris Jericho segment where him and Orange Cassidy have been having a feud and they're having triology. And again, Chris Jericho being the genius that he is, coming up with the Mimosa, Mimosa <laughs> Championship, which I think was awesome. I love that. And how do you mix, what do you mix Mimosa, orange juice, which is Orange Cassidy, champagne for La Champion, you know, and uh, when you're getting some bubbly and the orange juice, what do you get? The mimosa special. special. Now, on the on the interview on the segment, you know, Chris Jericho indicated that he was the um, the brains behind the Money in the Bank and a lot of matches that originally started in the WWE back in the Attitude Era. I can tell you this: I think Chris Jericho. He wasn't always one of my favorites, but now he actually really is, and he has been on the cusp of a lot of things creative over the uh, past several years, mm -hmm. which is neat, and now we're getting to find out some other things that he does. I love this feud with Orange Cassidy. I think the Orange Cassidy gimmick is hysterical, and I know we said before, I'm amazed at some of the stuff that he can do, flips and moves that he could do with his hands in his, his pockets, pockets and stuff. He has a lot of talent. 
Um, the debate a few weeks ago was one of my favorite segments where he just, yeah. all of a sudden, he just knew all this stuff that he was great. And he like killed it in the debate. That kind of stuff is entertaining to me. And at a time where you don't, sometimes matches fall a little flat because we don't have the crowd right. that we have before. But when you do things that are entertaining for TV, I feel like that captures the imagination a little more. So things like mimosa championships and debates on other topics, that kind of stuff captures you and keeps you entertained. I really like no, that. I thought it was great. And the fact that the one thing I like about Jericho is that he has been taking talents that are not over, who have no credibility, and he's been making them relevant, which is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to pass it on about something that is old school, something you're taught. You know, and, you know, that is a lost art in the wrestling business. And I like the fact that Chris Jericho's taking this guy, letting him get the rub, just like Greg Jericho's taking a bunch of young stallions over there and trying to make them relevant, which is, you know, a great thing because we need more stars in the business. So, you know, as we got one bad and one good, Chris Jericho's doing the job over at AEW. Kudos. To Chris Jericho because I he won't I lose a step from it either because he has yeah. such a build to himself. He could lose all day, but the character is so over. It, it's it's like when Ric Flair uh, was uh, champ in WCW way back in the beginning, NWA Crockett stuff. Ric Flair could lose all day, but he was so over the robes and the women and the limos. Do you remember him losing? Because he lost constantly. But because that gimmick was so overwhelmingly great, I feel like Jericho has that same aura in AEW where the gimmick is so great. He could yeah. lose all day and nobody's going to remember. Yeah, I think it's an awesome thing. I said, you know, I think that they got some great things there, some not so great things there. But, um, you know, we're going we're gonna to go off with some, some good points. Okay, now we're going to turn our attention to the WWE. And Can we mention one thing before we get off of AEW? Okay. Why the hell are they beating the shit out of Matt Hardy? Holy Moses Malone, did you see the mark that he had across his back and his ass? He's really getting his ass kicked. And I think at this point in his career, he really doesn't need to be getting his ass kicked on that level. Bruises, black and blue, busted open. They, what is that about? I love Matt Hardy, but that is just... Keep it strong, much. Matt. Keep it strong. Keep it strong. <laughs> so, uh, next, we're going to go into the WWE and something uh, that caught my eye this week, and I think a lot of everybody, something that happened in real life where we had uh, Sonya Deville. Uh, there you have it. Sorry. I'm sorry. My apologies. <laughs> we had Sonya Deville had a predator stalker in her home where she got out safely with uh, Mandy Rose. And I think that's very disturbing. And I think I touched on this last week. You know, people know your address and they, 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 get, a, they, they get, you know, um, they think that the wrestler is like part of real life and that, you know, you have certain privileges or rights. And, you know, and when it gets to be like someone is in, in awe of you and they actually go to your house and they want to cause you harm, I think it's very disturbing. You know, I don't appreciate it at all, and we know about this this firsthand. We've had we've had our our share. I've had my share of stalkers, and I've had my share of people coming knocking on the door, and. Um, but we combined no, had a stalker that everybody knows about that. Right. You know. And I just want to say that I think it's very disturbing 
And I think it's terrible that people actually go to these great lengths to cause harm to others. We're supposed to be at all at peace with each other. And, you know, remember, wrestling, wrestling is a job just like everything else. We're here to entertain you. We're here to cause you happiness and, you know, cause you some sadness when it comes to, it comes to some things. But, guys, you know, it's a job. You know, don't take it so seriously. Yeah, that's the thing is you see other actors play roles. Like, you don't think Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones and he's at his house, like, trying to find the Temple of Doom or, or whatever. That's, that's the example I always use is that you can look at those scenarios and see actors are actors and they do have stalkers, but people see wrestlers and they think that the wrestler is that character. And that's not really the case, obviously. Like, Vito's sitting next to me and he's not wearing a dress. I mean, he's not wearing much, but he's not wearing a dress. It's a character. Vito so, just played it well. Same with, with Sonya Deville. Like, he fell in love with this character. He does not know her personally. So, tonight is SummerSlam. And we, we're, um, we are not watching SummerSlam. But the, some of the things that I hope that happen tonight, I hope The Fiend can get his mojo back and beat Braun Strowman. So, and Braun Strowman join him again. And, you know, recreate the Wyatts, because I think that's something that the WWE is missing. And if they drop the ball on, on um, you know, on the Wyatt clan and, you know, the Fiend, and where do you go from here? There's nowhere for him to go after that. That's one of the things I thought that was pretty important tonight, that he regained the title. Um, where do you think they're going to go with the Fiend being in the ring with Vince McMahon this week? I hope he chokes him out. Make a storyline out of it. I hope he chokes him out for real. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but you know what? If, if the Fiend chokes out, if the Fiend chokes out Vince McMahon, who's going to get a match with the Fiend? Shane O'Mac. Because Shane O'Mac is back on TV. So, and that could be a WrestleMania moment. The Fiend against Shane O'Mac. And you know, tonight is Renee Young's last night right. with the WWE. That was another great story here that Renee Young actually put in her notice. She got tired of the WWE. She wants to go do a thing. I bet dollars to donuts that she is going to AEW. And she's <laughs> going to be working over there. And I think if she goes over there, goes on the announced team, I think that is going to be one of the greatest additions they could make to make them uh, a better commodity and to add to their commentary team. I think that's going to be awesome. Yeah, I think that they could use somebody like Renee Young. They, you know, they're a company that has a woman that's an executive, and women are definitely making some progress from, from when I was wrestling. It's, it's a huge leap and a bound. I think that they could really use a woman up there to do commentary. I liked Renee Young on commentary. I thought it added something a little different. Um, I think that uh, she'd be really good. She's a great personality. I feel really sad at all the stuff... Uh, John Moxley just put out about her having the coronavirus and what had happened, and she had gotten really sick. He moved to sleeping on the couch, and he was terrified because he could hear her coughing, and he was scared to death that something was happening to her. And he said she had a mild case. I feel really bad the way the WWE kind of like brushed her off and got pissed that she said something. I think she made a good career move. I really do. I think that her going over to AEW and getting out, you know, and you know, you know what's so, you know what's sad, people. Okay, and this is the truth. You wait your whole career to go to the WWE or the WWF, and this is what this is what you work for. When you get there, it's not what you think, and it's sad because you see so many people begging to get out and, and everybody looking to get freedom from that. 
and it used to be a place where you usually think, wow, I made it to the big, it is the biggest show on, on earth. It is the top rated show. It is the best wrestling. It's been all around forever. Everybody, you know, loses to the WWE. But when you have so many people that are unhappy and so many people that are, you know, their dreams are crushed because of the work environment, I think that come, that makes it a terrible thing. And it's not supposed to be that. It's not. I hope that it can change. And when you lose a talent like Renee Young, who's just an announcer, that's that's pretty big for them because their announce team is. They're eh. talking. They're talking smack show. They brought back without her just the week that she left. It was almost like it was a shot to her. I think that's kind of shitty. I'm sorry. I do. I think that's really shitty. Um, I think WWE drops the ball with a lot of people like that. And uh, I think that um, they push some people that I don't think they should push. Can we talk a little bit? I, I know it's controversial, but uh, last night on Twitter during the NXT show, um, which, by the way, I don't know what Killer Cross goes by on WWE, but that gimmick is amazing. His entrance is great. But the thing that was trending top all night during the show was Fire Velveteen Dream. And Triple H blew it off. Now, the victim, because there was allegations, we always say allegations, right. there was allegations that he had sent inappropriate messages to underage um, uh, individuals. I don't want to say, like, who or whatever, because that's not something we want to put out there in the world. That's their business. But he um, came back. Triple H said, oh, well, the only reason he wasn't here is because he was in a car accident. And he finally got cleared. We don't think these allegations uh, are any merit at all. And here he is. Now, the victim of the allegations came out this week and said, WWE never spoke to me. So how could you do an investigation if you don't speak to any of the victims? None of the victims were spoken to by WWE. When it trended last night, people were posting it on Triple H's Twitter, back to him, tweeting it. It trended top, and Triple H said, we already did an investigation. We're not going to talk about it any further. Also, there was no anything further with Matt Riddle where Matt Riddle had these allegations against him during the speaking out movement, and nothing has happened to him. WWE picks and chooses who they treat and how they treat them, correct? When you're hot and on top, you're hot. When you're not, you get the shit. Now, what is your opinion, V, on, the, um, on, on this Velveteen Dream and the fans? So, so hot about it. It trended number one in the United States last night during the entire show. Guys, you know, it's just like the NFL in any sports, you know, anything happening in sports, they take it very seriously. Like an NFL, you do something like so minute, he's even getting a traffic ticket, there's an investigation. You know, you would hope that with everything going on in the world and like when it comes to underage children and stuff like that and sending pictures and doing stuff that you would take it seriously and it's not to be blown off or when somebody makes allegations you'd look into it you know and for you to blow it off and say we did an investigation and the victims come up and say nobody talked to me you tell on a fib you know what I mean you're not true I think you need to be more thorough I think you needs to be cleaned up you know and if you really care about your people and what you have as a product, you'll go to great lengths to prove their innocence if they're not innocent. Now, the, the second half of this, this question I have, by the way, I'm not prepared for the show. I'm just throwing this out there because I, I got sprung on the last minute. So bear with me for a second. There was a thing put out last night about Lars Sullivan. 
right. and the whole Mitch Bennett video, right? And they said, oh, the WWE is tossing around. They don't know what to do with him. It's a difficult situation. Here's what I present to you. Why is that a difficult situation when a man got paid to do a video in his past that has nothing to do with this wrestling now? But you have people that have been accused, accused of rape. You have people that have been accused pedophiles. You have people that did other things in their past, and it's okay to use them after an investigation. But a man did something legal in his past. You hired him and didn't research it. You paid him. Why is it so difficult to bring him back, but you can put on these alleged rapists and pedophiles without anything? I, that's a very Why? good point, and I would like—I <laughs> would like—I would like to say elaborate on this. I think the WWE should bring back Lars Sullivan. Put him in the biker outfit like in the Blue Oyster and let him be a kick-ass son of a bitch. I don't think that they would do that only because of the times we live in where that would be. But they should do something where they let him be a badass gay guy. Like, why wouldn't you? Why is that so different? You have Velveteen Dream who's kind of that androgynous prince kind of a you-don't-know-what-he-is or whatever. Okay, so you can do that, and you have, uh, you know, guys in AEW, like Sonny Kiss comes out, and they, he, these guys are amazing workers. I think of Velveteen Dream's an amazing worker, aside from what he did. I can't support that. I can't support him. But why can't you bring Lars Sullivan out and be, all right, so what? He did a gay video. He's a badass gay guy. What's the point? Adrian Adonis was a badass gay guy. And, like, we're not saying, yeah, please understand that we have a gay, I have a gay daughter, gay stepchild. Please understand that we're not saying it to be like, oh, you know, this or that. We we support the community 100%. But we don't understand why WWE is making such an issue about that while not making an issue about actual crimes committed. You know, like that makes no sense to me. No. That, that makes no sense. Some things you just need to just, you know, take out of the, of the equation. And you just need to go with things and some people just don't think. So getting through with that. Um, another topic is Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre going for the title. I think today, uh, Drew McIntyre is going to lose his title because show is flat. He turned into this baby face that nobody really liked and they put mount, a massive amount of steam on Randy Orton for him not to fail. And I think he's going to win the title tonight and especially with them going to that new um, the Thunderdome, like, the Thunderdome yeah. that is supposed <laughs> to be the new revelation. You know, if this is going to happen, you're going to go in there with new champions, a new look, a new concept, and a new theory. How That's, do you feel about this Thunderdome? I gotta wait to see it. Yeah, I. The one thing that bothers me about it, I like the concept. And they could have given it a different name. Thunderdome is for Mad Max, but I like the concept with the lighting and the pyro and it being in the Amway Center. The thing that bothers me visually is looking at all the screens of the people because I don't see very good. So having something like that makes it very difficult for me to see what's in front of it. There's a lot of people like me that don't have, uh, you know, 20, 20 vision that that might give them a little trouble seeing that kind of thing. Do you think they should maybe dim the screens or how do you think that should work? You got to wait till it comes out. You got to wait till it oh, comes I out. Saw, I saw it. That's why I said well, somebody put a teddy bear front center in their thing. <laughs> I was hysterical. It was this big ass teddy bear at the center of the ring. But um, no, I, I guess we have to see how they pan it out. It's going to be one of those like feeling it out kind of things, I guess. I guess so. All right, guys, that's what we have for you this week. We just wanted to give you a little update and a little show here. So I just want to thank 
Noel Harlow for coming on. Thank you for being a special you hostess with the Moses. You're not going to say anything about Aaron Reps because I wanted to talk about your... I hear all these things back and forth about you challenging Aaron Rift and Aaron Rift and his pizza and Aaron Rift and his kitties. And I just gave you big Aaron Rift kitty information today. No, I'm not going to plug Aaron Rift on my show. <laughs> I know, this is the first time on the show. I want to know what this heat is with you and Virtue and Aaron Rift. I want to know what, what you guys are always arguing about. I, I like Aaron Rift. I don't know what you guys Aaron, are. Aaron is in love and he posts pictures of his girlfriend <laughs> and these retreats. And he's putting flowers and waterfalls. And I all saw this. he posted a picture of a little bunny today. Right. So <laughs> it's disgusting. It's garbage. He forgot where he came from. You know? Where did he come from? Look, he used to be one of the guys. The guys. But I tipped you off about his, his I, kitty I show want, online. And I, kitty, I just, like meow kitty? No, because people are going to run over there. Hey, Aaron, what's going on? Dio said this. No, no rub. Sorry. No rub for him? All right, guys. That's it. That's a great segment. Make sure, guys, that you click the subscribe button down below here um, because, you know what? If you have Amazon Prime, it's free. And I know you're watching this on Twitch. And if you're listening on um, a Big Vito brand audio, go to twitch.tv slash the Big Vito brand where you can subscribe. Again, it's free if you have Amazon Prime. Um, also, too, if you go to Anchor FM, it lets you donate or support the Big Vito brand. So you can go ahead and do that as well. Also, check us out on social media under the Big Vito brand. So you never do that to the show. You gotta like put your product, put your products out All right, there. guess what we got you on this week, right? <laughs> You could be the new Renee Young. All right, there you go. She's way better than me. All right, guys, that's it. That's a wrap. This is the Big Vito brand coming to you live, baby, live, and we're signing off. You gotta give the peace sign now. I, I usually go, bye-bye.